Alright, welcome to Um That Just Happened, the podcast that makes your... It's a new year, bitches! <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do Right into it. No. It's so, this is season one of episode three. Season no, season... One. Or episode <laughs> one of season three. For the Yoda listeners out there. I need a beer. This is gonna start off right. You want a beer? After you just finished downing some water? Sure. Right, let's do it. Well, let's play the intro. Let's do it. <laughs> Okay, welcome to um, That Just Happened, the podcast that makes season three suck. <laughs> Just a little bit less. Pre-recorded at the FTC, edited at Lazarus Space Studios, recording for posterity on Saturday night tonight, May 28th, to be aired on sometime in June. This is our first June podcast, first podcast of season three, first podcast of technically the summer. When is summer, technically? June 21st? No, I'm thinking March 21st is... June. 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 First podcast of June. June-ish. I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. And uh, two very special guests overdue it back at the FTC. Mr. Cesar Valdez. What's the the ladies? Yeah, see? Well, you were here on the last Yeah, I was here on the the Circle Jerk. A whole season Uh, ago. I was on the the Circle Jerk one. Yep. The Sausage Fest of UTJH. The the Soggy Biscuit episode. Exactly. (laughs) And And Jeremy was there, wasn't he? Somebody that hasn't been here in what, like... I don't even know. 30, 40 episodes? Maybe last summer. It was was last summer. 30, 40 episodes ago? Yeah. It's been a while. Is there a summary? Yes. I am. (laughs) Say who you are. Who you are. (laughs) Fucking asshole. (laughs) I only go by my last name. I think that's still confirmation. Okay, give him your last name. Preto here. John Preto's here. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Guess you're doing first names. (laughs) Well, we didn't want to know what Frito was. This is my second episode. Yeah, long time coming. Do you get another tattoo? Since the last time, I've gotten like three or four more. What's the one on this one over here? There. Well, this one's interesting because I figured everybody... Is that Rocky and Adrian? It sure is. Nice. And I figured everyone would know that just by looking at it because, I mean... How many people get fucked, like, say stupid shit? I've been asked twice why I have an Amish woman tattooed on my arm. I like turtles. You you love Rocky, man. I do. I do. Rocky 2 is the greatest movie of all time. Or as Jim Ross would say, the greatest movie of all time. First one? Two, the second one. Rocky That's your two. favorite one? Oh, yeah. For those that don't know, two usually is the second one. But yeah, Most of the time. <laughs> two, the second one. Unless it's a prequel. Unless it's two, a prequel. The, prequel. The, right. the Chive has a new uh, t-shirt of uh, uh, Boba Fett wrapped in a, a U.S. flag, Rocky, Rocky Balboa. Fun fact, tidbit, I have never seen a Star Wars movie. Never? Not one, not ever. I know never. we've had some disappointing guests on lately, <laughs> and I apologize. Right. Right. <laughs> Dude, that's not something to be proud of. Can you put the, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying the, I'm proud or not proud. I just. I've never. I've never. But seen see, it. he's he's not he's not a nerd guy as much as like he's a nerd about music and movies. Right. Some movies. Okay. Not good movies, apparently. Right. Because <laughs> you know I watch stuff like Gone with the Wind, anything with Charlie Chaplin. You know the usual. Right. I'm joking. I've never seen. <laughs> I have to say you're joking. I was joking. trying to think of a movie Charlie Chaplin's been in. I saw him in a porn once. Mm. Was it a real porn or was it just one of those like? Well, I mean, it porns? was a silent. It was, film, it was so. silent. So it was just like, <laughs> and then break so, and then words. So, ah, it was. It was actually. It was good though because you didn't have to turn the volume down. So. 
There's you some, can watch it when people are home. Somebody posted once, they said every porn should have like three seconds of just music so you know where your volume setting's at before you watch the video. So it's not just, oh yeah. my god, that my ass. You know, right? Which is true. The ending's the worst part because it always sounds like the guy's having a heart attack. <laughs> and that's when it gets the loudest. It's like, oh yeah, you ready? Ready? <sighs> There's no need for that. No. It's unnecessary. And now it just got uncomfortable here. <laughs> And no, no, four no. guys staring one another truck. I don't. Million uh, dollar idea coming off the circle jerk episode. I don't think it's porn with separate volume levels for the girl and the guy. Ah, I like that. Yeah. Now let's be honest. How many times did you have the guy's volume turned up? How about just porn with the guy's voice? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's better. Porn see, with deaf guys. See, I, when I watch porn, I, I turn it all the way down completely. Like I don't need to hear. I gotta have. I gotta have a little volume. I, I don't need any of that. Like bit. none of it's nuts because half the time it's bullshit anyway. Oh my god, your dick's so big. And <laughs> And I'm looking at him like, I've seen bigger dicks in the porn. I didn't even, take, I didn't even take my pants off yet. Do you think uh, high production porn movies have comment? You know, the commentators in the back? The, com- the commentary? Yeah. What were we going for here was we were trying to get the P in the V. Yeah. It's like, you know, I was really trying to hit bottom on this scene right here. <laughs> but you right? don't see it when I just came. So we had to cut for about 10 seconds. Whoever edited this did an amazing job. I'm Shout pretty, out to the fluffer on set. I'm pretty sure what you're looking for is Boogie Nights. Uh-huh. Ah, love that movie. Boogie Nights. It's a great movie. I think the audition. It's an okay movie. Gag reels would be fun. Gag reel. Have, yeah. have, have you seen uh, porn bloopers? No. They're fucking hilarious. Like the camera guy just gets a shot in his face from the guy coming. I'm I mean, like, oh, damn, that sucks. You should watch a uh, PG-13 porn. I did. You, sh- you showed us that. So oh, what what that actually means is you can watch it with the parents until you're 13. No, no somebody it's... somebody edited porn clips. Right. And they just overlaid. Oh, I know you're talking about yeah, animated the cartoons. cartoons I've, I've seen over this. It. It's pretty actually hilarious. Pacini sent me one of them. Who do you think showed Pacini? I'm almost positive it was you. This guy. All right, let's get on with the rest of the show. <laughs> All right, so shout out to Maria. Everything that you do, I love you so much. <laughs> shout out to the kids. Drove us absolutely crazy. It's been a very busy day. I talked to almost every fucking buddy that I know today. It was unreal. Like just about everyone called me that I get along with and it was just non-stop all day today uh shout out to my mom she got into a little bit of a car accident on her on a scooter out in you know a cabin out in somewhere illinois like a what kind of scooter like, like a, a motorized, motorized scooter, scooter okay. like a vespa type of thing sure um, yeah she got a few stitches fractured her nose just a tiny bit yeah it's a good thing there's good medical staff out in somewhere illinois yeah yeah right and she's well taken care of everyone's kind of you know pampering her she's still out there she didn't want to she she felt more bad because she's like I'm ruining everyone's weekend. I'm like shut the. Fuck up. <laughs> and that, that that's gonna later on we're actually gonna have a Nas a Nelson asshole story of the week. Another so, we yeah. haven't had one of those in a long yeah. time. Yeah. But uh, shout out to my mom, love you, mom, and shout out to you guys for coming back. Shout out. Yeah. Can we shout out people that like don't know us? Sure. Because I'm definitely giving a shout out to Axel Rose because they Guns N' Roses finally got back together and is going on tour and I will be able to see them live at least once. And you never thought it happened. Never thought I'd see it. And going away. Axel and Slash. Axel, Slash, and Duff are all back together. Mm. And Hillary or the regular one? I think they're both going to be there. I don't know how long she's going to be around though. Well, actually, she might be on stage longer than Axel because he usually walks off after (laughs) the second song. But, isn't he playing with somebody with uh isn't actual rose singing with somebody else too? he is fronting for acdc yeah that's for right the end of their what? tour is he really yes he is yeah, acdc's front man has like, then who, really really who's... bad damage with his hearing or something like that and they told him he couldn't finish their their tours so they auditioned axel and he got the job so he's finishing up the last 10 dates acdc has for their tour that's 
Kind of badass. Is, yeah. And when they when Guns goes on their tour, Alice in Chains will be opening for them when they play, at least when they play in Chicago. So any no. Alice in Chains fans, they'll be playing live at Soldier Field. Uh, Soldier Field. Rodney's going to have a story about that later. Yeah. Now tell me they're going to play the good stuff and not try to force Chinese democracy down our throat. Um, Kind of surprising since AXA was the only member on from the original lineup on Chinese Democracy. Well, technically, when it came out, but I mean, they were writing right. But for like he was years. when when the album was released, he was the only original member. I believe Slash and Duff play about three or four songs from Chinese Democracy, which is a little weird for me. But the first couple of shows they did were about two hours, so they played they played everything. Anything that you would know by them is probably going to get played, except for a couple songs that would probably turn out to be a lawsuit. So they stay away from those. I wouldn't mind hearing a little uh, Slither, though. Just because Slash is there, why not? Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Any more shout-outs? No, I'm good. Caesar? Yeah, I'm going to shout-out uh, the uh, Tesla company. We should they should, maybe we can they can sponsor us. I saw one of those uh, autopilot modes engaged the other day on the highway. Have you seen that yet? They have an their Teslas have the car. They have an autopilot mode on that you can that's only you can only use on the highway more or less. You can't use it in regular traffic, but it drives for you on the highway. Like autopilot. Like that autopilot works now. Yes, hence the I name. It was just a video. Autopilot. No, no, it's like legit. I saw one the other day, and I and I really want one, but I don't think I have a hundred grand. Stashed away anyway. I thought they said they were going to start making real affordable models. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to have every single thing that the high-end models do. But it's pretty badass, and I'm pretty sure it would come in handy sitting through Chicago rush hour traffic. It's going to be just like the movie Minority Report. Pretty much. Except not in Washington, D.C. and in Chicago. Or iRobot without the robots. Mm -hmm. Which did take place Maybe they can film that in somewhere, Illinois. (laughs) Put them on the map. Somewhere. Somewhere Somehow. <laughs> Somewhere, you know, in Illinois. Rodney? Uh, shout out to the wife. Ligatory shout out. Shout out to everybody who's got birthdays coming up. Shout out to Pita, who's having a party today. That's an actual person. Uh, Mariana's birthday. Zizi's birthday. Or Zinnia's birthday. Uh, Michael Perez's birthday. Guy who uh, sings our intro song. Uh, Stephanie Jasper, Grobart, uh, Josh Morris, who is in the uh, Perez family. Aura Sanchez, Danny's birthday's coming up. Liz's cousin Danny. Chai does. He's reciting all this by memory, by the way. Yeah. I'm not looking at my phone at all. <laughs> and uh, Carlos, birthday's coming up. So happy birthday, guys. Happy birthday, guys. that it? Yeah. Let's do it. Snap in the face. Everybody's talking about my podcast. I got my podcast. I got my podcast. The best is the real loud girl scream right here. Right there. That- I want anybody to scream like that for me one day in my life. That'd well, be amazing. Maybe if you go watch that porn I was going to say. About. <laughs> See what I did there? I, I did. Tied it all together. I brought it all the way back around. Roddy, what do we have for uh, podcast news for season three? Podcast news. Heavy listens in Chicago. Number one locally. Of course, <laughs> hometown city. New listeners in High Ridge, Missouri. South Lake Tahoe, California. And we've got some new listeners internationally in Northampton, UK. We're British listeners. In the UK. Oh, hey. Mizer, Egypt. Lima, Peru, and this is appropriate, San Jose do Rio Prado, Brazil. I mean, you're welcome. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. Uh, shout outs to our regular listening audiences locally in Aurora, Chicago, Hanover Park, Joliet, Bolingbroke, Plainfield, uh, Oaklawn, Fort Wayne, and Indianapolis, Indiana, in the Chicagoland area, uh, across the country in Wichita, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri, D.C., Ashburn, Virginia, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, on the East Coast, on the West Coast, San Jose, Mountain View, Long Beach, L.A. 
Internationally, Amsterdam, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Dublin, Ireland, and Chelsea, France. And shout out to podcast fan Tremor and Roger James Hamilton for following the at UTJH podcast Twitter page. Thank you very much, you guys. Appreciate all the love and uh, support. The podcast fan, like they, they got. I mean, a couple of these people had those blue check marks, man, and that means we're getting somewhere. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know that, but we're getting somewhere. Pretty soon we'll get our blue check mark of our own, and then everything changes. What's a blue check mark? That validates you as an actual person who you say you are on Twitter. Yeah. It means you're important enough to make sure that they have to make sure you are who you say you are, right? Yeah. So you're not a robot. So, all right, so... Uh, <laughs> Does Johnny Five have a blue check mark on Twitter? Five! Shout out to uh, user 110243116. <laughs> 22 <laughs> listens this week. This Holy week alone. Fuck. You're welcome. Mm. What's, wait, what's the username again? No. 110-243-116. <laughs> That's make, a robot. I want to make a shirt. And uh, like fuck that. you for being lazy that you couldn't make a username for SoundCloud. Come on. Well, shout out to you for following period. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate we don't, it. We don't want to lose that one person. If you ever want to be a guest on UTJH, just call uh, our hotline. Fuck by UTJH. Or maybe you can call that number. 110-243-116. Check it out. Uh, it's not a phone number. That's the I username was number. joking. Maybe that's like maybe that's some like zodiac shit. Like you match the numbers up and you get a name. It's like right behind you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh also shout out to JD and Aubrey for calling in the UTJH hotline last week. Since they couldn't be on the show. What did they say or did you put that on the episode? Oh, it's on the episode. You'll hear it. Joy. No worries, no worries. Alright, so Moving on to the um, I just saw portion of the evening where we talk about things that we've just seen. Started rewatching Afro Samurai, Ooh. the anime. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a samurai with an afro, voiced by Samuel Jackson. Didn't see that coming at all. Michael or uh, Ron Perlman, excuse me. Ron Perlman is the villain, which is awesome. Actually, a really, really good voice cast in it. A lot of people either really like Afro Samurai or don't. But I really like it. And I'm up to season five in Parks and Recreation. I was going to do a quick left or right. What's a, Who's a better villain, you think? Ron Perlman or Hugo Weaving? Oh, hold on. Let's do it. Hugo <laughs> Weaving. Agent Smith. Or, right, so Agent uh, Smith. The Red Skull. Or uh, the evil guy in... I mean, Ron Perlman's been a bad guy in what? Blade? This? Pacific Rim? Never saw it. Wasn't he the bad guy in Cheers? I mean, some of the anarchy. Some of the anarchy, yeah. yeah. Kind of, not really. So I'm going to give it to Agent Smith because you know what movies he's a fucking villain in. Yeah. He's also, he also voiced Megatron, didn't he? In the movie? Like Transformers? Little movie? Megs from Trans? Yeah. Like the 80s movie? No. The, the new more one. more recent ones. Oh. With what's his name? Orson Welles? Orson Welles. <laughs> Let's see. He did Unicron, I think. Matrix, V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta, he was V. He was in it twice? Yeah. He was in The Hobbit. Sure uh, was in The Hobbit. He was also in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Transformers, Dark of the Moon, Megatron. Yeah. Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, Megatron. Transformers, Megatron. I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. All right. Although, fuck you to him because... <laughs> you he, win, uh, but fuck you. He also, like, bashes almost every character that he plays. Like, after the roles are all done and he gets paid thousands upon thousands. Bashes them things. in a sense of, like, like I should have performed better? No, or like, it like I really didn't doing care. That. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for that character at all. You know, I really wanted to be Galvatron. <laughs> you know, like a proper nut. Well... I think that's it for my, um, I just saw. 
because it's been a pretty busy week for me. Well, all I just saw, as far as I'm concerned, was, does everybody remember that 70s show? Yeah. Yeah. Is anyone aware of what The Ranch is? Uh, yes. It's a Netflix original show, isn't Did it? Did you watch it? No, I've been... Oh, it with, was... I've been very intrigued lately. It was very... I was very impressed. Um, obviously, you get Ashton Kutcher and Danny Masterson from that 70s show. They're the two main characters, and... They're brothers, right? They are brothers, and um, Deborah Winger is in it, if anyone remembers her. Deborah Winger, was she from... Deborah Winger is from An Officer and a Gentleman. She was also an Urban the, Cowboy. Was she the officer or the gentleman? Best part of Urban um, Cowboy I think at one point in time, she was both. <laughs> she was the love interest in An Officer and a Gentleman. When, when she was standing up on the, the rocking bull, that was the best part about Urban Cowboy. So you have seen it. Usually I'm the only guy. I'm like, Urban Cowboy, and they're like, what? It's been a long time, but that scene just stays on me, because I'm like, she has good balance. She sure does. So, yeah. And the father in the ranch is Sam Elliott. Gus. Thunderbolt Ross Gus. from Glory. the Angley Hulk. Ram. And Roadhouse. Tombstone. I love that movie. Roadhouse. He is in Tombstone. Roadhouse. Anyway, the ranch is very good. The first season's on Netflix. I was I was extremely impressed. The only I, uh, season? It's only well, one season, yeah. It's only one season. Is it good? It's, it's very good. Is it's, it a comedy or is it? It's a comedy, well, obviously. It's a um, sitcom. It's, it's, it's very good. It's quite interesting. Ashton Kutcher is a washed up, I guess you'd call him has-been football player, trying to make it pro, and he can't get his life together, and all he cares about is getting laid, and think he's got to move back home because his life's falling apart, and he's got to help his dad and his brother on the farm. Ranch. There you go. It's uh, it's very good, though. I definitely recommend it. I also is watched... It cool? Is it cool, Ranch? Is the Ranch cool? Not really. <laughs> So, it hasn't been bagged yet. F is for family. Did anyone see that one? Yes. Fuck yes with Bill Burr. I, Bill I Burr. fucking love Bill Burr. <laughs> Bill Burr is the fucking man. Step on a fucking rake and you go. Bill uh, Burr is hilarious. The spo- uh, Spoiler alert, but that scene when the kid's hiding under the bed and they're arguing. And then they start right? And they, they start <laughs> nailing each other. Yeah. And then when he, the kid pokes up. Did not see that coming. My favorite scene of that whole show. That's a pun right there. Coming. F is for Family is very good. They just signed on for a second season. Awesome. I've been listening to his stand-up a lot more. Bill Burr? Yeah. Bill Burr is the fucking man. He is the man. I saw him when he uh, went to open for Chelsea Handler. How was that? He was a lot funnier than Chelsea Handler. Is it everybody? He is so fucking funny, man. He gets so angry and just his voice and Wait, the faces he makes. The standard where he's talking about it, he's like, so I got a fucking dog. I didn't want a fucking dog. Fuck that dog. He, All of a sudden, I'm in love with the fucking dog. With the, the yeah. pit bull? Yeah. He's like, no, I fucking love the piece of shit. Is that the one he's, when he had to take him to the trainer because he was getting aggressive? No. No. The, that, when when the when the when his girlfriend adopted the dog. Well, yeah, and then he's, and, he's like, and he was well, you know, time. I take the dog for a walk and then, you know, there's a reward at the end. I'm like, go ahead, run up the stairs, run up the stairs. And, you know, I get up there and I sweep her front legs, I throw her in a headlock <laughs> and I take her to the fucking trainer. The trainer's like, you, t- you tell this dog every day to run up the stairs first and claim the house. Then she has to fight for it. You wonder why she attacks people? I think he's hilarious. He is yeah, he's, fucking hilarious. Him and Louis C.K., I think, do the whole, uh, my life's falling apart for your humor better than anybody. Yeah. Because Louis C.K. does it, even know, though does it without getting very loud, but he felt like you could hear him just like the dredge in I his hate voice. My life. Yeah, just pours through so much better than anybody I've ever seen. Yeah, another and another good one, Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh yes, I caught on to this dude a couple weeks ago, and the doorbell. This, besides Bill Burr, this guy might be the funniest stand-up comedian I've seen. I remember the first time I watched his shit, dude. I just, I lost it. Have you seen the doorbell when he's talking about the doorbell? How back then, yeah. how you acted and how he's you like, acted. He's like, you remember what I was like? Did you invite anybody over? 
He's like, when you were younger and the doorbell rang, oh, it was like a surprise guy? and, you know, people would run up to the door and like, oh my god, look cool. I got Sanka. I got <laughs> that Sanka. Whole, that whole sequence has, that end when he's talking about Prince. Is that the Italian the, dude? Yeah, two of the, or um, the, uh, the Jewish Passover dinner. He's like, I like, need some bread or something. You got any oil? What time we eating? Seven? Seven? <laughs> Fucking hours like if, I, if I'm sitting at a table and I don't have some some kind of bread in my hand within 30 seconds, I'm leaving. It's he's he's so hilarious. Good. You're it, so right. He do, he does a bit. Have you seen it? I saw the uh, when the doorbell rings. Yeah. Have you seen, seen it? I've seen uh, that one. That's the only he, one I've ever. He heard. does a bit where a bunch of people go out, like a big group of friends go out to eat, and when the check comes, the struggle that there is between getting the amount of money you know what I'm talking about. Yes. And I honestly feel like if everybody in the world watched it at that exact moment, everybody would thinking the same, be thinking the same thing. It's like th- this this happens to me all the time. And he basically goes into, you know, they bring the check out and everyone passes it around, dishing out the money they think they owe and he gets to you and you're looking at the check like, what? And the guy across the table goes, what, what do you need, a couple extra dollars? Or, and you look at the check, you're like, well, I'm $687 short. <laughs> how, about the, how about the check takes another lap? He's, <laughs> he's, he's hilarious. And uh, it's 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 fucking funny. So any anybody that can get on YouTube and check him out, Sebastian Maniscalco, he's he's fucking funny. And he's from Chicago. He's from yeah. Arlington Heights. He looks a lot di- like if you watch him now versus his earlier stand-up, he looks so different. Like his face is more sunken in. It looks like. I mean, he's just gotten older. Right. That's all it is. He's hilarious. I'm, I've been more. Oh, fan of Anthony Jeselnik as of late too. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Anthony. He Jeselnik. is is he is he the one that's like hardcore, like talks about anything, anything. like dead babies. And yeah, shit? there's no boundaries with him. It's, have you heard him? Was he? I've on, seen him was on, he on a uh, couple roasts. Um, He's hardcore, uh, man. Special? Maybe he is hardcore, man. He did a bit. He started off talking about the song "Tears in Heaven" by Eric Clapton and about how the kid, his kid, fell out the window and died. You know, and he goes, "Well, you know, Eric Clapton. There's a couple things you got to know about him for this joke to make sense. You had to know that his kid fell out a window and died, which means you would have to know how clumsy that little kid was." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" He's like Daniel Tosh, but a lot turned up. Yeah, he's a lot harsher and he's very dry, so you can't he's extremely. You dry. can't tell if he's being serious, right? Or, which is why he or, works so well when he was doing the roasts he was like honestly you watch him and you're like you kind of feel bad for laughing sometimes it's yeah shitty yeah absolutely. like you laugh and you're like Ooh. like so, when he makes fun of women and there's women in the crowd he's always just like you paid to watch me so now you have to sit here <laughs> he's <laughs> and, he's fucking good man. yeah he's great but he, he's hardcore like i i'm an asshole like i'm a big time prick I know. But I, thank you. I listen to the, some of the shit he says, and I'm like, I wouldn't even say that. Right, like, and if I say that, there, there's an issue. Yeah, he's, but he's pretty badass, though. He's very well worth he, it. He's, he's funny, though. He's, he's definitely, but he's very dry. He makes you sweat. Yeah, very dry. He said that. Like a hard R at the end of every fucking word. No, I don't think, I don't, he, there I don't is. think, I don't think I remember, I don't remember much. Of him? Yeah, dropping a hard R. Have you seen anything? Yes. Aside from X-Men, which we will not talk about. Yeah. I've been uh, from the Circle Jerk episode on the, on the um, I just saw from everybody else. I've been watching been uh, the Hot Ones, which was hilarious. Everybody ru- just rips on DJ Khaled. 
which is hilarious because you only made it to like three wings. Have you ever seen Hot Ones? No. It's a YouTube series from Complex Magazine. I would have guessed it was a potato chip. It's a guy doing an interview and both the interviewer and the person that he's interviewing are eating hot wings starting from like hot to insane hot and like mm-hmm. like they're they're trying to fight through the pain and ask questions at the same time and it's com- comedic gold. Yeah, and it's time. the wings get hotter the questions get deeper. I would think the questions would get shorter. No, it's... it's what time it's, is it? No, but people start answering shorter the... <laughs> <laughs> like they're all impatient. Like I can't, I can't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 a pretty. The T.J. Miller one is great. Uh, Krista Elia is doing one. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he was. I follow him on Snapchat, and he started. He's he was Snapchatting that he was on the uh, on that show. So yeah, I'm excited to see that one. You got a drinking problem? A little bit. What else? Or a swallowing problem. <laughs> uh, he missed the Circle Jerk episode, apparently. He got the soggy biscuit. Think about it. And I just saw Borat again. I don't know why, what possessed me to watch it, but it's still pretty hilarious. It, yeah, it holds. Like, I... I... I watch it every time I watch it. I was like, I completely forgot about this part. But it makes me still makes me feel so awkward when I watch it too. Some of the scenes. Yeah, like but when it's, doing the but the, the anthem. Yeah, but it's still pretty movie. pretty funny. It's, can't big shout out to him too. Pretty funny, Rodney. That's it. That's all I got. I didn't do pretty much anything this week. <laughs> I've been working my ass off. But I did take Sandra to go see Beyonce. Oh. Yeah. Um, I had not listened to her new album. Like, I only know most of the old stuff. I'm glad. Yeah. I'd have been more concerned if you'd been like, I love her new album. It's everything that I wanted it to be. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with you here. But from the songs, like, I mean, I, I, I understand why she kind of just released it without telling anybody. Because it seems like she's taken an artistic stand where it's like, I'm not going to make songs that the radio, that's going to get me rotation on the radio. I'm just going to make songs that I'm interested in so I can kind of appreciate that she's taking a risk of being more eclectic because there were a couple songs that were like more country there's actually she did a version of ring the alarm which was very like hard rock which you know, i actually like that song and uh, i appreciate the cover she had a song that was um she got into more funk she played uh i forgot what she played uh with like some, she brought this bassist out. I don't even know who it was, but uh, mostly all about showmanship. I guess her concert is because you know there's not much to Beyonce. She can sing. She doesn't really play any instruments. Her dance moves. Is there are, a lot of choreography in it. Not really. Not like fireworks and yeah, a lot of fireworks. Um, so the strike is like it's like she has somebody open for. Her. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to that because but. Um, yeah, a lot of because she doesn't have that choreography that you know Janet Jackson would, or like right. you know, not even like you know the choreography or the coordination that like Lady Gaga show would, mm-hmm. you know, because her her moves are very like you know, Lady Gaga. Ass, well, at least basic. she'll play the piano right. for you for a little. So, bit. like yeah. entertainer wise, where do you like? Did it keep, yeah? Did it keep your energy? Like, was the energy up, or was it just like screaming girl? Just oh my god, it's Beyonce! Did was she put on that? a good show, or was she was just or one one through it, five? One through five, how would you rate the concert? Oh, I was going to go seven out of ten, but, you know, three out of five, I guess. Okay. That's... I mean, worth the price of admission, you know. Okay. I hope so. Yeah. That admission's pretty steep. Yeah. So there's other... Are you sure it's worth that price? pop stars that you would think that are better performers in her. I would love to pop see stars? Sia. Because I feel like that'd be a show. Like, that'd be a fucking performance at uh, the same time. Maybe. Like, yeah, she's going to have her back to you the whole time. But she's going to have a bunch of other shit going on, which is going to be nice. True. It'd be like going to go see the gorillas. Like, I would love to see the gorillas. Granted, nobody's going to fucking do anything for you. It's going to be a fucking screen. I'd still be down to see it. Why would she have her back to you? Does she, like, control an orchestra? She doesn't, she doesn't like, show her face. Show her face. She doesn't show her face to see a chick. But she's so she's a great singer. It's kind of ironic that her name's Sia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the two of you cannot hang out. If you're going to make jokes and you're going to laugh at all these jokes, the two of you can't be around with them. That was funny. I don't know why that made me laugh. 
That really tickled my so pickle you, right there. You, you enjoyed yourself, though. Yeah, no, she she's definitely all about the showmanship. She had, like, a three-story screen that was kind of a box. And they, like, rotated, opened it up. You had, like, acrobats inside, all weird kinds of shit. I, see, I, I wouldn't... Per, I, personally, I wouldn't like seeing somebody of that caliber at Soldier Field. I saw Justin Timberlake and Jay-Z at Soldier Field. Like, it was a joint concert. No bullshit. That was a lot of fucking... That was well, one of the best concerts yeah, I've ever been to. You remember you called me? And we were like, we're going to go to the... And then I was like, did you ask your wife first? You were like, no. No, it's good. I'm talking about high energy. I knew every lyric of every song. I was that guy. Yeah, he snapped. And like, then the two of them were going in and out of one another's songs. That was something totally different. A lot more white people than I thought were going to be at that concert. Because the tickets were expensive as fuck. How long did she play? How long did she sing? She sang till about 12.30, but she started late too. So I'm thinking like at least two and a half hours. Oh, because of the rain? She started late because of the rain. And I thought she was going to be a diva about it. It's like, I'm not singing out in the rain. It got to the point where it's like the rain just started coming down. And there was like a lot of hair whipping like around with like a lot of cleavage and like a lot of uh, makeup running. And this was like all over the place too there was like a lot of short skirts at, at soldier field and then the rain came down and there was like a lot of smeared makeup and like uh you know wet t-shirts yeah that'll teach you for dressing like that going to beyonce concert that's the best Which, i don't what that is would, the point that would be I, the I don't best nobody's here to see, to see all you watch watch all the women just like what but what's the point of dressing they, up for a concert they, they no, talked what's about the that point? On, a, like, on something gate one time or, or maybe it was the badge dialogues where yeah like no one's gonna see you so what 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 do people have against t-shirt and jeans like and that and like the, just the, the fact is that, that they wear so jeans. many that, that women wear so much makeup now wear something like this. Like when did it become okay for women to wear so much makeup? Like Hold that's on. what we're gonna, we're gonna pause it and we're gonna fucking pick that up right now. I don't right. know, but it was but it was great because there were some decent looking women there, like going into the concert. But they just look like trash coming out because they just got like some of them with the raccoon. Right. So some of them did after the rain came down, I, but some of some, them looked alright. Like. Even Beyonce like they were auditioning for the Human Centipede Three. I I hate to sound sexist about it, but I would totally have enjoyed seeing a woman all dolled up getting her bubble burst when the rain comes down. Oh yeah, there were there the, were definitely. I would have just giggled the entire time. You shouldn't be wearing white after Labor Day. But there there were some that were like <laughs> could have made lot, it four more days. They're a lot hotter without the makeup. Like yeah, which is kind of nice. Which yeah, like even weird. Beyonce, like all her makeup just like came off and just like. Hair wet and everything, and she's she's a pretty girl naturally. Yeah, you know, but like, then but she there everybody's fucking caked in makeup now, which is fucking annoying. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree with you that women wear entirely too much makeup. Too much. All right, so let's move on. Are you done with your um, I just saw? Oh, and I'm not just saw. Speaking of Justin Timberlake, I heard his uh, new song on the radio. So Good. So I'm excited that he's got a new album out. Not so much for the album, but for the SNL performance that's going to promote the album. Yes. Yeah. When we were talking about he's Justin Bieber. But it was a good song, though. Surprisingly, he's a When we were talking guy. about Justin Bieber saying, you know, we're there's just not one more. Didn't no kidding. There's not, or we still have great performers left. Not Justin Bieber, but Justin Timberlake is, a, is an amazing performer. Whether you like his music or not, he he performs like play. He'll he'll play the guitar and and the piano during one of his shows. That's more than you can say for a lot of artists that I are mean, out there. Because right he's now. a pop star, he should, he, he's like he's yes, like but the, at the same time, it's he, like Michael he Jackson over to he's like, like R and B. Yeah, he's like Michael Jackson. Like he's the only person I could see taking he, that role. N- nobody, not everybody was into Michael Jackson in the eighties and nineties. But you, if you saw him perform, you would be like, oh man, this is actually pretty good. You can't like knock him for his performance. Of capabilities. All right, hold on. Going down the rabbit hole. I need you That's my favorite part of this. I don't know why. What, the song? <laughs> Jefferson Airplane? <laughs> <laughs> 
they just fuck it, just like, they just put me in the... I'm gonna play that next time I go down a rabbit hole, I'm just gonna like, watch more of those. Alright. So, if you go to Blue Man Group, that's a sing-along portion. Is it really? It's like, we're gonna do karaoke now, and then they play but the words Jeffrey and Starship, and they play the... I haven't so, been to a Blue Man show since my early 20s. So, down the rabbit hole, so this is where we talk about us losing ourselves in the internet. Since, since the Hot Ones episode, I've seen at least... At least 30 Key and Peele shorts. Okay. Like, clips. And I'm very, very upset with myself that I didn't watch that show when it was on. You never watched it? It's so funny in the uh, in the sense that you can tell that they're nerds as well. Like, they're nerds about stuff, but they're, they're still very, you know, kind of hip and cool. And when I found out that they were at Second City, you know, I was like, oh, shit, I like them even more now. And Are they graduates from Second City? Yeah. And my thing was, I think at the time, I was like, well, there's another ripoff of The Chappelle Show. Who the fuck cares? And then I watched it, I'm like, this is what would have happened if the Chappelle show would have kept going and they, they do it well. Like for a while I'm like I'm like, you know, Mina Mencia, I thought that's where that was going. I'm like, right. this fucking guy is gonna try and capitalize on, on Dave Chappelle. Yeah, but Mencia wasn't funny at all. But these guys are. And in a different way. You can tell they're not made for stand up per se, like Dave Chappelle is. But the um, comedy. Yeah, the amount of production value that right. goes into their skits is absolutely hilarious. And then, besides that, I've been watching compilations of people angry in public. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, a lot of people getting pulled over so, or, uh, or like somebody breaking something and then there's a guy with a camera videotaping and she's like, put your fucking camera away, you fucking faggot. And he's like, I can videotape if I want, bitch. <laughs> and it turns into one of those whole things and it's just funny to see people lose their fucking shit. Oh, kind of like Door County Town Strip this week? Yes, exactly. I think that's where I started watching that. But uh, check out Key and Peele for sure. Very, very, very funny couple of guys. And I'm I'm sorry I'm late for that fucking train. I feel like I'm living five years in the past between watching Parks and Rec and now this. I'm like, this, these are things I should have been doing and I just right. haven't. And Portlandia. Now I'm going to have to start watching Portlandia because this actually seems like a pretty funny show. Never saw it. I know what it is, obviously, but I've never watched it. I think I like <clears throat> people poking fun at the current state of affairs of our of our world yeah because it's a joke yeah because all that shit works so well it's i mean a, it's a lot like snl without the commercials or music right what's that portlandia yeah and that, i mean is, that's and they make fun of hipsters or at least right. and that's which what is, i love you which know which is hilarious that does binge watching count as a rabbit hole i guess because that, that, that was, hold on have you been down a rabbit hole that's since i was like six <laughs> No, I don't. I don't have. I don't have much to add as far as that goes. I'm not. You're not losing your shit on the YouTube. Literal sense. No, I. <laughs> I. Uh, like if I, if there's if there's something I need to watch on YouTube, if somebody sends me a clip or something, I watch it, and then it's like that's it. I'm not like, ooh, what's this? Let's let's click. Oh, it ads. Fuck that. Let me see something else. No, I'd watch Fuck what I got. Watch, that's it. Portlandia has been my <laughs> my rabbit hole as of late. In the hot in the hot ones. In the hot ones. That's pretty much it. It's pretty sad and pathetic when you really think about it, but awesome at the same time because I'm just sitting there watching Portlandia nonstop binge watching. But it's pretty funny. I'm like you said, it sucks that we kind of uh, let go of a lot of stuff and just. But then again, I think it does. It doesn't surprise me that we're catching on to it late because you and I are the same. Where everybody hypes something up and we're like, "Fuck it, we don't want to watch yeah. it because it's probably terrible." Yeah. And then especially when it comes from like a certain person, we're like, "Oh my god, this show is amazing!" And I'm like, "Then it's shit, right?" <laughs> oh, congratulations! <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, they, Guess who's not watching? 
watching that show, this guy. <laughs> yeah. And then you watch it on a whim, you're like, motherfucker. I've skipped over a lot of movies for that exact reason. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's built up so big, so bad, so great, and I'm like, fuck that. I've never I've never seen one Hangover movie. Hangover 1's... If you see Hangover 1, you've seen the other two. Okay. Yeah, oh, no, you're, I, not, I, it's, it's, actually, you're not I missing didn't, much. I, didn't see three. I feel like the previews for the Hangover were building this movie up to be, like, the greatest movie ever. And to me, I got the impression that this is that movie where they show you the best parts of the movie in the previews just to get you to pay for the ticket. Everybody had all these stories about it, and it was like, this This sounds like something that I've experienced when I was in college. You're not missing much. Right. You can, you can, you can guess watch what it, happens in the movie, but it's still... But it's it's funny. It's it's the things that you don't expect. To me, with, with a movie like that, with, with a movie that you know is going to be slapsticky, but it has a lot of improv shit, especially mm-hmm. with Zach Galifianakis in it, who we were big fans of before he blew up, which sounds very hipster. Weight? Yeah. Right. But um but it's the so I was like, what it, movie is weight? It's <laughs> I saw waiting. It's the real the subtle waiting? shit. Like the under the cuff stuff in between the slapstick stuff that makes me enjoy that movie. Like I, the dialogue. I have not, I have not seen a whole lot that he's in. I am not a Robert Downey Jr. fan, but I did watch Due Date and it made me hate Robert Downey Jr. even more. And it made me not that crazy about Zach Galifianakis, The guy that blew up. Because I thought that was a total rip. Off of planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Total rip off the movie. I was like, how the fuck can it's you funny. do this? Well, shit? that was like the movie The Sitter. Like, when that shit came out, I watched that in the theater because I was like, was I like Jonah Hill. And then I'm like, this Adventures of Babysitting, just a horrible version. Well, it's fucking. Uh, yeah, but that's what Hollywood is now. Inside, inside Man? Is that Inside Man? Yeah. With, with Denzel uh, Washington. Denzel. That was a rip off of Dog Day Afternoon. And that was, was it really? That was such a rip off of Dog Day Afternoon that in the movie, Denzel Washington makes a comment, what do you think this is, Dog Day Afternoon? Like, you ripped off that movie so bad you had to say it's like in Fast the movie. and Furious with Point Break. With Swayze? Yeah. It's the same thing as Fast and Furious. That was not the first one. You're not missing. That's what, I, that's what I've heard. Rodney? I would have liked to have seen the last one, though, because of obviously the unfortunate Paul Walker. I think... The, the, I don't like he, any of those movies. He was, God, he was I a mean, terrible actor. That, <laughs> I, mean, I didn't think he was a good actor either. But there, there's a lot of but there's I, a lot of heavy-handed death talk in that movie. He's like, I don't want to, I don't want to die and leave my family alone. And I'm like, You really died for that one. I just the one consistent thing I heard about that movie was how good the ending was. It was like a, a good send off for him. Yeah, I'll give you that. Except they're making another one. Ronnie, what have you, uh, have you gone down a rabbit hole? I haven't really watched much this week. I mean, I've been trying to keep Talia calm, so she's really into dogs lately, so I'll put puppy fail videos on, <laughs> which is awesome. How do puppies fail? Like, going upstairs and you somebody knocks them out? like the corgi that jumps off the dock and only gets, like, two inches farther than... Sandra puppy. loves that video. Yeah. So since we brought up a couple throwback things during this conversation, remember Rampage, right? The game? The video game? Yeah. Yes. You know they're making that a movie. Yeah. And... Of course, guess who's going to be the main character? Jack Black. Dwayne Johnson. That, that motherfucker will sign up for almost He's anything. He's in everything, now. That guy should blow his agent like on a daily basis for the amount of work that this guy gets him. I mean, I like Dwayne Johnson. And what sold me on, on Dwayne Johnson was uh, Be Cool, which is a movie that not a lot of people a like. Se- it was a sequel to Get Shorty. Yeah, but the fact that he lost all that weight and then played, that ro- played the role of a gay dude and played it well. He's like, oh, take that chicken bone and just suck all the meat right off. He has off. a lot of charisma. Yeah. Obviously, I remembered him from wrestling because I was a wrestler. Yeah, when he was a wrestler. I always thought, even even with wrestling, I thought he was an overactor. But sometimes that works. Sometimes, Jim Carrey's one of my favorite actors. He's an overactor. Yeah. I just thought The Rock was always over the top. Um, the first movie I saw him in was the one with uh, 
Stifler. Oh, The Rundown. The Rundown. I thought that one was good. That was a good movie. But now, like, I don't even remember how long ago that movie was made, but now it seems like he's in every big movie that comes out. It's like The Rock, The Rock, I like the, the fact the that rock, The Rundown the has a scene with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger when they walk past one another. Schwarzenegger's right. just like, good luck. And I was like, damn, it's almost like he's passing the, the torch. The I'm just upset that he's going to he's supposed to play Jack Burton in the Big Trouble Little China remakes. Right. Remake. Do you feel like it's there's too many Adam. movies that are being remade? Like there's nothing else. No ideas are original no, anymore. They either so. take something else and they rework it, or they redo it completely. Like going all the way back to no, I'm talking about like reworking it the same way they did it originally. Like, like the Magnificent Psycho. Seven. Like did it with Psycho. With you did Vaughn? it shot for shot, and it's still bomb. There's no original ideas anymore. No, there isn't. Everything else is a take off of something else or a remake. To be of fair, else. that director I like him a lot, Gus Van Sant, because I mean he made Goodwill Hunting, and Goodwill Hunting is a shit. I I just feel like I feel like there's certain movies that should never be touched. Yes, I agree. They should, and I think uh, Psycho is. There one. Should we're going like, to get, get to that. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. So let's stop there. Moving on to the fuck you department. This is where we say fuck you to certain things and or people that we see in this world, and uh, make sure to give them the big old middle finger. Fuck you, and a shout out both. Well, shout out first to Anthony's right there on 63rd and Cicero. They handed out a, f- a wooden handled. American flag with every order for Memorial Day. Nice. Which I thought was, you know, pretty cool. I'm like, oh, America. But, you know, it was just like, and for every order. So my brother and I placed an order and they're like, here are two flags. And we're like, you know, it was one order, but thank you. You know, that's awesome. So shout out to you guys for, you know, really capturing the the spirit of Memorial Day in uh, honoring America. And fuck you to the guy that they try to give a flag to. And he's like, what's that? And they're like, oh, it's a flag for Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. He's like, I don't want that bullshit. And just like grabbed his food and walked away. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like, how do you turn that down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But how do you turn that down? Like, how do you, how do you just say no to something like Even that? Even if you don't want it, just take it. Yeah. I'm like, and then he comes up later on. He's like, I asked for the soda with no ice. I'm like, asked, of course you did. I asked oh, for what? Just, what? <laughs> just take it out. Faggot. Just you got my order wrong. But the thing... You got this country wrong. It's, it's a place of free refills, so it's not like... Dump it. Yeah, I'm like, you'll be okay. Start over. Ugh, like, people are so fucking fuck stupid him. with that shit. Fuck so, him hard. So fuck you to that. And uh, I think that's it. That's the only fucks you give? Yeah. A lighthearted fuck you to Jason. <laughs> Just because, uh, I mean, it's not really his fault. He's not used to sleeping over here, but he didn't go to sleep till about 11.30 last night. And then I rolled over and he's like right by our fucking bed. And he's like... <laughs> Sebastian's crying and I almost punched him dead in the face. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. That's hilarious. So, little Asian kid just standing right next to me and fuck, I almost fucking died. I'm gonna teach him how to be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, no, teach him how to meow like in the grudge because you know that little, that little white Asian kid? <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, any fuck yous from you? Yes, actually. I'm sure. Well, there's a bunch. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. <laughs> there's there's a long list. Fuck you to people that don't know what your tattoo. Right. Shows. And Amish people. Um, <laughs> uh, they can't listen to the show anyway. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> Unless they're in the middle of uh, Rumspringa. Rumspringa. <laughs> I'll just, you I'll two just... are fucking dweebs. <laughs> dweebs. Dweebs. What is this? Wayne's World. Top. How dare you? One of my favorite movies. Oh, it's on the other side now. Party on. Um, I'm just going to go with the most interesting story. I called... They opened a new wing stop over where I live. Fuck you! A couple, couple months ago. I called them. Figured I'll call, put in the order. By the time I get there, food will be ready. Put your hands down. You know? What? Put your hand down when you're talking. You're doing the same thing. No, I'm saying like like not all this stuff. Um, try to try to say the story with no hand gestures. Okay. Um... <laughs> 
So I call, I call them. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> so I call Wingstop, and lady answers the phone. She goes, oh, Wingstop, please hold. So she puts me on hold. I'm like, all right, cool. So now I'm waiting a couple minutes. Now I get in the car, and I'm getting ready to drive over there. I'm still on hold. It's been about five minutes now. And I'm like, let's let's just see how long this would take. <laughs> so, it's outside the door. So I drive all the way to Wingstop, and I'm still on hold. So now I'm in the parking lot. I've been on hold for 12 minutes. You've heard me. 12 minutes I was on hold. Why? To prove a point. What's the point? Let me tell you. I get out of my car. <laughs> I get out of my car. I walk. Get him in, I walk. Together. I walk into Wingstop. There's no fucking buddy in there, man. No fucking buddy. No fucking buddy. So I walk in there like, what the fuck is this? So I walk up to the counter, and the lady goes, "Hi, welcome to Wingstop. Can you hang on a second? I said, "I'll give you twelve minutes." So the other lady comes from behind the counter, and she's running around, and she goes, "Oh, you know." She looks to the lady behind the counter. She goes, "Oh, I think I still have someone on hold." So she walks. She says it laughing. She walks over to the phone. I said, "Yeah, it's me." She turns and looks at me. She goes, "I'm sorry." I showed her my phone. I said, "I'm the guy that's on hold." She goes, "Oh," and she gave me a look like, "Should I hang the phone up?" <laughs> She'd be like, "Can I help so, you?" So, so she just, so I would have been just, all like, she, she picks up the phone. Like, I would have, oh, I would have bumped on the phone. So, so she hangs the phone up and she goes, "Well, what, what can we do for you?" I said, "I don't know. You tell me." <laughs> so I place my order, and the lady at the register, I tell her I want a side of a certain sauce, and she goes, "Well, I." Jose. So now the guy that I'm guessing probably won't be able to speak English is going to come over here now and try to find it on the screen, right? She goes, I can't, I can't find the sauce here. And he goes, Mike, really? Really? Did you guys train before you opened the place? And of course they fuck up my order, but... Did you get what it for free? Fuck, up fuck no, they didn't do shit. I was on hold for 12 minutes. It's not even like I ordered 10 wings and they said, hey, you know what, maybe we'll give them 12. Nothing. I didn't, wow. Nothing. So they, they, they didn't discount it, which isn't a big deal to me because I'm not a cheapskate like that. But I figured there would have been some, like, apology or compensation. But it's the principle of the thing. Right. And so they, they screwed that whole thing up. They didn't, it wasn't like, oh, I'm sorry, anything we can do. Actually, what they asked me was, um, do, you want, do, you want a, do you want a free drink? And she, <laughs> she held up, like, one of the cups that come with, like, an Easy Bake Oven that <laughs> maybe would have had an ice cube fit in it. <laughs> She's like, well, do you, do you want a free drink? I so said, it's with Coke, no ice. I, I, I said, no, no, because I ordered From one. From So, fuck you to Wingstop. That was like at Giordano's that one time. I went to Giordano's, they fucked up my order. Like, well, we can give you a soda with that. I'm like, what is a soda going to do for me? Seriously. I spent like $50 on pizza. You, I'm worried about a soda now? No right. Thanks. Give me all your napkins. That's what you should have said. All of them. <laughs> Let me speak to Mr. Dono. Give me all your black pepper Gio's packets. not here. Caesar. Um, I'd like to point out I did 98% of that story with my hands folded. I'm, I'm proud of you. Being Italian, I was, I was waiting for a little bit more. Fuck you for calling me Italian. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. A couple fuck yous. I got two fuck yous. I like the fact that you said sauce, by the way. Sauce. As for sauce. Sauce. <laughs> Go sauce. ahead. Okay. Anyway. Fucking unreal. Driving over here sucks all the time. I can't believe that I, it's hard for me to accept that people are such terrible drivers now. On the south side, yeah. No, any everywhere now. No, but on the south side, yeah. It. I don't. No, but on the south side. I, I like. I don't understand how. You should buy everybody Teslas. <laughs> yes, but people are terrible drivers now. It's ridiculous. It's. It's because they're all distracted. It's bad. It's so annoying. So fuck you to every single person that drives like shit. And doesn't pay attention to the fucking road because you guys are assholes. And then 
This is a really weird, awkward, fuck you, but I want to say fuck you to, I was at the movie yesterday, and I saw, there was a preview for Independence Day, the new Independence Day movie. A, it looks terrible. Sorry. It looks like it, it doesn't look appealing at all. B, I hate that they're putting in all these fucking nobody pretty actors in it that have, that are just terrible actors into movies, instead of just actually how actors used to act, like the Bill Pullmans and shit like that, they used to be in these <laughs> so movies. They're, they're ugly, but they're good actors. But they're fucking great actors. Actors. Like yeah, or you know, they would have guys, these actors would actually be masters of their craft and being put in like all these obscure movies. I hate that. Ever, like that, Danny DeVito would never make it nowadays. Yeah, no, because he would be like, he would make like one or two movies and then he'd be done with. Think he's ever been on a roller coaster with a height limit? <laughs> I'm sure he would. Because it's Danny DeVito. Do you yes. know who I am? I hate that everybody's trying to fucking coronate all these new actors into being good actors when they're just terrible. And they're putting them into these like multi million dollar movies. Michael B. Jordan. That are just horrible. Creed was Although an I heard, movie. Yeah, I heard it was Creed actually was very good. Excellent. For a Rocky excellent. fan, it was excellent. Very well done. So, yeah, fuck you to Hollywood for that shit. Rodney? Uh, my fuck you is going to go to Soldier Field parking. Because, I don't know, maybe it's because I hadn't been to a concert there in years, but $50 to park your car? Get the oh, fuck out of here. That's like, a sick joke. Like, I understand there's a supply and demand issue, right? Yes. But there are less people going to a concert than a Bears game, so there's no way there's not enough parking in all of the Soldier Field lots. So that's just an excuse to rape everybody who's Man, going to the concert. sit on $50. Yeah. It's a, sit on it. It is a sick joke. Fifty dollars. That's terrible. Did you pay the fifty dollars? Had to. I mean, you're already there. Why don't you park on the street and like Uber it or walk there? Oh yeah, it was raining. Yeah. Well, I mean, where do you park in near Soldier Field? There's nowhere to like. Really, there's nowhere. Yeah. To what's park. near Soldier Field at that point that you could park on? I was like, right on like short drives. Yeah. <laughs> you could have. I mean, you could have parked on like State Street somewhere on State Street where it's like 50, fifteen an hour. I mean, it's just as bad. True. Which brings us to the really, really segment brought to you by Lim Insurance this week for the moments in life where you find yourself saying, really. Really, make sure you have the right insurance, whether it be for home, life, auto, or porta potty. Give Alim Insurance a call at 312-945-6254 or visit their website at aliminsurance.com. That's A-L-I-M for a limb. Because they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg. Boom. I don't have the jingle. <laughs> That's right. Alive Insurance, in case shit happens. So my really, really for this week is uh, when we usually, we go to Bears Family Day every year because it's a cheap, affordable way to watch football. Right. Or at least... Somewhat of a football game or a scrimmage, whatever. If you park in the north lot, which is underneath the stadium, they're so concerned about terrorist acts that they really, like, put the mirror under your car, make sure you're not hiding shit. And charge you $50 to park there. No, they charge you 8 bucks during, like, family day or something. And they didn't do that, which, I don't know why. Why you wouldn't? There's just still a whole bunch of people there. Right. But my really, really is, you think with Soldier Field or McCormick Place or all these things, you know, we've gone been going through this year, like C2E2, they would have figured out an efficient way to evacuate people or, like, when you're leaving the concert or a sporting event or whatever to get out of the area. Mm-mm. It's always a bitch to get out. It's like uh, hour and a half, two hours that you know you're just st- sitting behind cars of cops who aren't like directing traffic like they're supposed to. They're just kind of standing there with the flashlights, just pointing th- them all over the place. I like, think it's because it's a fifty-fifty blame. Like you, you blame the the people that are not doing their job to evacuate you, and then the people that are trying to leave that are just a retarded mess and that that are that they are nowadays. So it's you know you you can't. I mean you're fucking. Leading the sheep to slaughter at one point, you I mean, know. But th- it, these are venues that are like twenty thousand, forty thousand, thirty thousand people. You would have figured there's a finite amount of roads. Yeah, you know, you would have figured somebody would have come up with a plan. Like no, but I think that's the problem with humanity now. There's too many of us now. I think 
we, we need new like play. I think we've yeah we've reached our capacity to what uh what we can handle as like a society. Like Charlie and it's Manson just in like, prison, yeah, man. done deal. Bad. The purge. Think about purge. Fucking guy. I still haven't seen fucking guy. I haven't seen it either. No, but we do need a new plague though. <laughs> I don't actually have a really really really. Well, actually, that's not true. Really? So went to bed at midnight. Jason woke us up at seven thirty, and today. Again, has been one of the busiest days of my life. Nelson, as soon as Jason got picked up, about an hour and a half went by, and then Nelson came by. So then there was busyness with that, and, you know, played basketball a couple games, and was busy with that, and then the kids were acting up, so we were busy with that. And then Nelson leaves, and an hour and a half goes by, and then Caesar comes over, and, you know, then now the kids are, you know, really up again, and then, you know, they give them a bath, and then put them to bed, and, you know, Ceci didn't want to go to sleep, so my whole day's been a shit ton of ups and downs. And I know as soon as you guys leave, I am crashing tonight. And it's just one of those things where it's like, I'm 32 years old. I have a house of my own. It's 9 o'clock and I'm exhausted. Really? Really? I should be going to sleep at like 2 a.m. Fucking crazy. Getting wasted in my own basement. Remember when we used to be out? I was just thinking about that. Doing nothing till 3 in the morning? Yeah. Like, like, and then waking up at like 9 o'clock the next day? Maybe the last time I went to bed before midnight was when I was like 3. Really? Maybe, really. You go to bed at, after midnight all the time? Yeah, man. I mean, because I work till 10, and then I'm usually in the gym. Or if I'm not at the gym, my body's just so used to being awake. Even if I try to go home and go to sleep, my body will not let so me So what time asleep. do you think you'll go to sleep tonight? About 3 or 4. Fuck that. 3 or 4, I'm in, like, my 82nd dream. Just like, you know. That, that's, that's happened to me. That's, that's every day I'll, I'll for go me, though. Periods like the that. two of you need to hang out. You're both Northsiders. I mean, maybe we will. Maybe we'll scissor. That would. You have a real. Well, Cut. you already said you're really, really, but basically with the whole. <laughs> I've been on on the phone for fucking twelve minutes. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Really? That, that was awesome. I get. Yeah, for you, I was hungry. <laughs> I was. Uh, I don't really have a really, really Caesar. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> My, no, actually, my really, really is the fact that fucking people would charge 50 goddamn fucking dollars yeah. to, for you to fucking park. Really? It's not that's, even a supply and demand issue. That's, that's sick, because now I'm thinking I got to go to Soldier Field to watch Guns N' Roses play live. And there's not going to be a good way to get and there. You you're going to have to pay 43 50 for a beer, so now I'm going to have to pay $50 to park. Yeah, 10 50 for a beer. From, I'm just going to get ripped before I get there, man. From one of the, walks, the vendors walking With around. With alcohol. Forty-three fifty is a really specific number. When did tickets go on sale for that? When? Yeah. A month or so ago. No, probably two months ago. I got my tickets before they went on sale, so I had to pay more money for them than I should have, but I want to see them on sale about a month and a half, two months ago. Oh, shit. Eric Pacini's trying to convince me to go with him to go see Kiss. Do it. You should. That would be... I'm not a huge Kiss fan. But I heard they put on a whole... But the, the, the pyrotechnics the alone are worth going for. Right. They're, they're the kind of band I wouldn't mind I seeing. Been, I haven't been to a concert in fucking forever. I think the Jay-Z and Justin Timberlake was the last, last concert, concert I, I went like to was REO Speedwagon. Ooh. Concert before that was Jethro Tull in America. First concert I ever went to. Jethro Tull. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> That's awesome. First concert you ever First went to? First concert I ever went to was Neil Diamond. I was five. In the rough. <laughs> like fucking. <laughs> right, fucking saving Silverman over here. <laughs> fucking A, dude. Just towards Neil. You're right. She is a monster. Oh, man. I think you were taken. No. Costs a lot of money. But. I got no lug nut. Fucking fixed it. That's why I think every time somebody sits on those shirts. But yeah, that, that worries me. Because I know it's like. I spent a shitload of money already, and now I'm going to have to spend more money to park and then alcohol. Yeah. Which reminds me, just a quick story. When I was a kid, wrestling had the first event ever at the United Center when they just opened the United Center. Wait, WWF or ECW? Or, or WWF. WWF. Okay. 
they had SummerSlam at the United Center. It was the first time. They just opened the United Center. It was the first, and I believe only event wrestling did there. Who was the main event? Undertaker versus Undertaker and Bret Hart versus Owen Hart in a steel cage. That was the United Center? That was United Center. Sure about that? I'm positive. So. <laughs> Skeptical look. They, uh. His eyes always look like. They just, and now, this is going back. This was in Because like, that was like the purple Undertaker versus the gray Undertaker, right? Right. The real one and the fake one. Yeah. Right. What is it like? Fucking Gaylord Zorro versus regular Zorro? What the hell? kind of shit is going on over I mean, there. Superman I mean, versus there Superman. You don't need to rip on Mark Calloway, okay? Yeah. He's a close personal friend. Anyway. Sells real estate on the side. Well, the also guy... Also, line of golf clubs. And this, this, was, this was a long time... This is a long time ago, This is not obviously. the wrestling episode, you fucking This is a long time ago. I was a kid. This had to be... It was either... This had to be 94. And my dad ordered a beer. And the, the vendor was like... That'll be, you know, six fifty or whatever. And back then, that was a shitload of money. My dad turned to the vendor because they just opened the United Center. So the guy told my dad how much the beer was going to cost. And my dad looked at him and said, what, are you trying to pay for this place in one night? <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that you had to pay that much for parking reminds me of that and concerns me deeply about the fact that... He's going to say that all night. All night. That's it. Seriously. That's sick. a good one-liner, though. That's... I'm proud of your dad. That's, I mean, me too. I'm just, I'm just really concerned now because I'm gonna pay fifty dollars to park, and Axel's gonna sing like the first verse of "It's So Easy to Open the Show" and be like, "Fuck this crowd, I'm leaving." And that'll be after he showed up three hours late. Axel, if you happen to hear this, I want you to know I'm a big <laughs> fan. I really don't want to get sued. That motherfucker will leave out for anything though. Yeah, no, no joke. No joke. Caesar, really, really. I don't have one. Awesome. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the Uchi movie game where Rodney's going to be giving me movie quotes. I got to guess the movie and then I got to name the actor associated with the at least two movies that he mentions in as few moves as possible. Wow, that was probably the best sum up we've ever had. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it takes a long time for us to, for us to describe this game. Caesar, put your fucking phone down. I'm studying. All right, first movie, first quote. Wait, what exactly is happening right now? He's going to give me a movie quote. I got to name the movie. Only you? All of us. We're a team versus him. Oh, so we play, then, we play for you, apparently. Yeah. Then, <laughs> D-Bag, he's going to give me another movie quote. And again, we got to guess the movie. Then we got to name the actor that's associated with those two movies. Okay. If we don't get it, then he gives us another movie. Okay. All right, first movie, first quote. Hey, lady, you want some fucking cheese? Get your own fucking cheese. No? No? I don't know. All right. Uh-uh. First movie, second quote. You know what I'm thinking? Two words. Rematch. Clerks 2? Ready to rumble. That's what I was going to say. You guys fight it off. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen Clerks 2, so I saw Clerks 1 and hated it, so I don't want to start. I'll go with Ready to Rumble. Ready to Rumble. Is incorrect for two points. Oh, there's points involved here? Yeah. Two oh, shots. Been, there's shots. we got to take shots for every one that we get wrong. Sweet. So, so far, one of two shots. So let's just keep answering incorrectly. you got to pick your poison. Up. George Jameson. You can. Let's just get some, Irish. Ge- let's get some gentleman Jack in here. Come on, four horsemen. All right. No. First one, no. third quote. It's the gimme. Give this to your son. It's an authentic Randy the Ram action figure. Tell him not to lose it. It's the a rest, the wrestler. Is correct for three shots. Never saw. Never so you have to take three shots now. No. no. Never seen do. that movie. You yeah. like got it right. Yeah. We're trying to get as few shots as possible. Is it, is it Alyssa Milano? No. Oh. <laughs> We have to take three since I got it right on the third one. Yeah. If I would have got it wrong, what would we have had to take four? All right. All right. Uh, second movie, first quote. Temper is the one thing you can't get rid of by losing it. That man on fire? Because doesn't this have something to do with an actor that was in the first movie? I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say Pope of Greenwich Village. Go ahead, but it's not right. It's incorrect for four shots. Oh, anger management. 
is correct for five uh, Who's the chick that was in The Wrestler? Alyssa Milano. What's no. Yes. Marissa Tomei. No. Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Is that the... That's correct for that's six right. shots. That's what... I would... Marissa Tomei. I would do terrible things it may. to her. To Marissa Tomei? Oh, God. And Alyssa Milano? She is so hot. I, Left or right? Marissa Tomei or Alyssa oh, Milano? Alyssa Milano. Tomei. Hold on. All day. That'd be kind of tough. Both in their prime. Tomei. What are you, you know fucking what? <laughs> Marissa, Marissa Tomei, the first movie that I ever saw her in, Lee. no, was uh, Untamed Heart. Great movie. There was, I don't think I saw it. Uh, it was super 80s movie. There's a lot of... I remember having a I huge just seen that recently the for the first time because... She made me watch it, and it was really good. See, I saw... I had a crush on Alyssa Milano from Who's the Boss, and then Poison Ivy came out, which was like a lesbian vampire with her titties out. So I was sold at that point. Then Charmed <laughs> came out. The show? No, <laughs> The Life. And it was just... Everything just the fell life? perfectly. Yeah, yeah, Charmed Life. And no, I was like... It made me fall in love sure with the same charm kind of life? Some no. Stripes. Baby? So I'm going to go with Alyssa Milano. Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. All day. Marissa Tomei. I'm going to go with Alyssa Milano. Marissa Tomei looks as... Well, no. She's like Jennifer Aniston. She gets better looking as she gets older. It's true, but... <clears throat> Alyssa Milano's also into sports. You know, like that a lot. <sighs> nah, Marissa Tomei. She does look really good. And her nipples are pierced, so... It's a wild card for you. Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Alright, what's next? Are we still doing the Top Topic thing? Top topic. All right, so top topic for the day is going to be movies that, uh, what, what should we say? Shouldn't be should remade. Be, shouldn't be remade, yes. You pretty much picked a topic, so. I did? Yeah. Okay. So you can start us off. What's a movie that you think should absolutely, under no circumstances, no matter who, what actor's out right now, should or could be remade? That should never be remade. Correct. Wizard of Oz. One of Ronnie's most overrated movies. They already did the, uh, The Wiz. And The Wizard. That's a remake. Or, uh, or Oz. Great Powerful Oz. Yeah, that's, Oz the Grandpa, yeah. That was, that's supposed to be one of the different books. I think the original movie itself should never be touched. I don't think <clears throat> any of the Rocky should ever be remade. Would you be upset if they kept going with Creed? No, I think they should. I think they should pass the torch. That Stallone should pass the torch to Michael I haven't seen it yet, so don't fucking talk and about him. I think... And I'm not giving anything away here, but I think you need to kill off the Rocky character, and I think the best way to do it would be in the Creed series. And I think 20 years from now, Creed should be the new Rocky. Where 20 years from now, you got three or four Creed movies already, and I, I so no, it wouldn't bother me now because I, I saw Creed. I thought it was excellent. I bought it as soon as it came out. It was a great movie. It was wonderfully written, and I think it's something they should continue with. And even though I'm a diehard Rocky fan, I hope if they continue to go forward with movies that. With Creed, I hope they don't focus on Rocky. Make it about the kid. Okay, all the Rockies and Creed, what's your order of movies? Including Creed? Including Creed. Okay, Rocky 2, Rocky 1, Rocky 3, Creed, Rocky 4. Rocky Bubble. Rocky 5. Rocky Six, which was Rocky Balboa. Wow, you put the one with the robot ahead of Rocky Balboa? The one with the robot was four, with the Russian. I guess so. All right, so what else? Well, Wizard of Oz, the first thing that comes to mind that should never be touched. Like I said, the Rocky series should never be touched. How many were you giving? Let's do three. Three Three each? Okay. Okay, so the Wizard of Oz, the Rocky series, another movie that should never be remade. Let no me let you guys. Let me what? No holes barred. Yeah. Let me let you guys give yours. Let me think about that last one. I'll I'll get it at the end. Uh, I'm gonna go with Goodfellas. That was in mind for some reason. That's what I was thinking. That should never. Nobody should ever try and remake that movie. Uh, I'm gonna cheat a little bit and like include a couple of Scorsese films. So like a few Scorsese films like that and like Casino. Those are movies like that should never be touched. Um, I think Taxi Driver is one movie that although De Niro played the part 
absolutely perfectly could be remade if it's done well with the writing like not just anybody but like no like if you're to get somebody like um i don't think so because i i think like like movie... if you're to get the guy that played a, that plays a pop, oscar isaac if you're to get him to play that role i think he'd do it absolutely perfectly see i don't think so just because when that movie came out it was in the 70s, so, like... You could do it now. No, it's... See, now it's... In the 70s, shit like that was unheard of because it was... You, people were a lot more conservative back then. So, like, to somebody to fucking do that then was bad. It was terrible. Now, it's... I think too, that's why... Too, I think that's why... Too modern, and then there's too many I think that's why people. you need it. No, I, it's, I think it'll just be, like, another dropping a grain of salt and into the ocean it just doesn't it doesn't matter. I think the commentary for it still stands like to me it's a movie that still holds and it's dated as fuck anyway uh, moving on okay uh, so then any John Carpenter flick like Halloween yep already been remade though uh, not Dark Ember I'm, t- um, I'm sorry uh, Wes Craven Wes Craven yes no not Wes Craven stop give me uh, fucking <laughs> Big Trouble Little China um, is John they Carver. live is it John Carpenter yeah like The Thing yeah they remade The Thing already there wasn't a remake, it was a prequel. Well, even going off you saying Halloween, it was remade already. Do you, th- do you think it should have been remade? Mm-hmm. Or do you think the I remake think was terrible? Just stayed, I don't think the remake remade. was terrible. I Me think either. that they humanized Michael Myers too much. Mm-hmm. With and the it, backstory it was, and shit. Yeah, it was, cool to, it was cool to know that Mike Myers was just a crazy motherfucking kid that right. just lost his shit. I don't need to find out that his parents in the remake were like fucking trailer trash assholes. Right, that's unnecessary because that, that allows you to know about him and... Makes you feel bad for him. Yeah, you humanize him. Yeah, you root for him. You're like, yeah, fuck, fucking kill everybody. And like in the original movie, right? In the original movie, I think some of the the scariest thing about horror movies is the unknown. You don't know what this person's motivation is in doing this, if they even have motivation True. in doing it. Although, hence the story. That doesn't really work for Jeepers Creepers. I hate the fact that it's just, eh, it's just this thing. Yeah, like you don't, you never know what the hell is going. But on. tying it together to what you said originally, though, even though I didn't think the the remake of Halloween was terrible, I don't think that movie should have been remade. I don't think it was terrible, but like um, conversely, the Nightmare on Elm Street, I didn't think was as bad as people make it sound. Still haven't seen that. Shout out to my friend Frank Menolosino, who acted in the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. I think I think the way they made him look as a burn victim was better than. Well, with the technology and stuff now, I mean, like, the, yeah. o- the Omen. The like, Omen I, is one of my favorite scare horror movies, and I'm not a fan of remakes, but I thought the remake of The Omen was actually very, very well done, and the main reason for it was because of technology. They made the story a little darker, and the technology allowed them to take something that happened in the original movie and make it look so much more realistic and like so I much think, more gory. I, like, I think movies like sci-fi movies, you know, you have a little bit more leeway to be able to remake them just because of the t- technology. And if right. you yeah, practical not effects, effects so. like, no, like not the all. The Shining was garbage. I refuse to watch it. <laughs> Never saw you mean the I saw the original the made for the made for TV one? Yeah, there was a see that was that one's based more off the yeah. book though. So if you read the book of The Shining, it, it mirrors it well, the, but the nobody can do what like, Stanley you know, Kubrick does. They, they wanted the the lawn animals to like come in the maze, alive, to come stuff. alive, and that other bullshit. But I mean, all that's in the book, but it's all tied along with Jack Torrance losing his mind. But besides that, I'm sorry to digress. I'm gonna go with it's, it's gonna sound vague, but like '90s comedy, like '90s comedies. Should not be remade or like I don't reimagined. Think they can be. Like, Give a couple examples. Like, uh, Something like, like the Brad Pack movies. No, no, no. Like shit with like Steve Martin used to be in. Like Three Amigos. Like you know, Plane Trains and Automobiles and shit. Uh, have a nice day. Yeah, like fuck you. Like movies like that. I'm with you. 
movies of like that genre Parenthood. with those with those actors, yeah. they you you shouldn't be allowed to even remake them or even copy them. I'm, I'm pissed off just for the simple fact that those Nash- actors made that movie. Right. Or it's like, like National like, Lampoon. Like, yeah, like the National like, Lampoon. I don't have vacation to see the newest like, National Lampoon to know no. that it's no fucking good. Well, they do that with the American Pie movies now. I mean, the American when I was growing up, American Pie was incredible. Second one was pretty good. Wedding was. Eh. I thought the newest one was decent, but now they have like all these branch like all these like, like branch right, and shit. And the yeah. Stifler's younger brother's at college now, and like I'm not gonna watch that shit because I can tell by looking at it, this is gonna be dog shit. My last movie that should never be remade. My third one is The Godfather. I was waiting for that. Don't touch it. I see, I, I was gonna say that for it. this for the sake of it, but I I still have yet to see the whole entire epic. You guys have heard that they're gonna remake Ocean's Eleven, right? Again, right? Yeah, with an all female cast. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, oh. Ronnie. Do you have any movies that uh, you don't want to see remade? I don't think females need to con anybody into anything. It's like, you know, hey, look at my tits. <laughs> no real con. Well, they might all be ugly. Oh, okay, or flat. Melissa McCarthy's gonna be in it. Watch. I don't know. The first and only thing I can think of right now is uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, I was thinking of that also. Yeah, that, that's a good one too. Don't touch that. Um, just don't touch that. <laughs> I wish I could have been part of the writing process of that movie. If you th- if you think of the complexity of the, those films, just the first one, how do you think to write something like that? The, the only thing that I would would have liked to see in Back to the Future is, you know, on 3, they kind of tied in where he sees, you know, 1985 again. It would have been nice to watch Back to the Future 1, where it's like you can see the hat moving by the car door. From the third movie? Yeah. Or like maybe when he's exiting the stage, there's like a bunch of sandbags. Well, in the first movie, that was written by itself. They wrote 2 and 3 together. Right. So yeah. when they wrote 1, they didn't know they were going to write. Yeah, that's true. I agree. I like that. It would have been cool, like, Marty, Marty. The fact that the the Twin Pines Mall turns into Lone Pine Pine Mall, Mall, I think is absolutely beautiful. Like it's it's the very very little shit like that that you know that the production and team really paid attention Continuity. to and stuff. Yeah, yep. I love the score of the movie. They Excellent, really... but, the, Excellent. But just, yeah, the timing and but 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 the, the the actual dialogue. I don't know if you have if you've noticed, but like a lot of movies now, like newer movies. There's not much dialogue in movies anymore. It's just a lot of uh, a lot of cutscenes, a lot of jumping around, and a lot of pop music that they're you know cramming down your throat while you're watching a movie. But the actual script of the movie was great too. And everything in, in Back to the Future, because when I was when I first started learning how to write and everything, the thing that people always told me was everything you write has to make sense. It has to have something to do with the story. You don't say something just to say it. And I think Back to the Future is a perfect example of that. Everything you see, everything that is said, it all ties in. Like the fact that he's listening to Van Halen yeah. and get, the kid's got the comic book and he sees him wearing the suit he's wearing. He ties in that this guy's an alien and he's listening to rock and roll. Van He's listening to Eruption, I think, by Van Halen and freaks the kid out. And then out. he makes the references from being, his name is Darth Vader from Vulcan. And right. he's like, you know, crossbreeding two different right. universes, which is pretty awesome. And then when he goes into the back in, when he goes in during, um, when he tries to find Doc in the early West, the Wild West, mm-hmm. and he calls himself Clint Eastwood. Right. Which could be like, it's like, ah, this is the origin of Clint Eastwood. He was, he inspired the story of Clint Eastwood. Which is or how awesome. he started rock and roll. Yeah. Right. Oh, Bobby Barry. Barry. <laughs> <laughs> you know that new song you've been looking for? Well, well listen, listen to this. this. Chuck. 
I'm gonna go with seven. Seven's a good. Seven can be remade in the sense that it's not it's not a movie that doesn't stand in a particular time or place, and I understand that. Acting wise, I can't see anybody playing those roles half as well as everyone in that movie played. I agree, and then that shock fact the shock factor is gone because it, I mean in the '90s when you really think about the because it came out in what ninety. 98? 99? Yeah. So, like, that wasn't, you know, there was no... 97 would have been ironic. 95. 95, Jesus Christ. 20 years ago. Jesus. <laughs> Alright, real quick, worst remake you ever saw. Just one. What is it? Fuck. Oh, man. Karate Kid? Fucking terrible. Oh, man, that's Fucking good. Terrible. Probably The Sitter. For being a knockoff of Adventures of Babysitting, I was just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Um... Yeah, I didn't. It, it was too slapsticky. Like that was the that's the problem with them redoing this kind of shit, including the Ghostbusters. You're taking something that's fun but has dark undertones. Like here's this family going into the inner city, getting mixed up with fucking gangs and knives, and people are trying to kill them. And Ghostbusters, where it's you know on on the outside of Tay, we're fighting ghosts, but they've they because of them they've unleashed you know evil out into the right. city and stuff, and they have to try to contain it. And you have all that, and it's just like well. Let's uh let's have people kind of slap one another around and this person fall down a couple times and it's the same thing and it really isn't. I'm gonna go with Ninja Turtles. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I grew up on Ninja Turtles, man. I love. Yeah, the I'm gonna go kid. with the the Ninja because Tur- I was really disappointed in it. That's a very good answer. Although I am excited to see Bebop. I am Rock too. City. I am too. But I'm not expecting. My expectations are low going into it, to be honest. Oh, The Crow. The Crow's a movie I don't think they need to ever remake. They tried to recast it. Wayne's World, you can't touch the Wayne's World either. You can never no, touch No, Wayne's World, World can never be moved. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Forrest Gump. And I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to throw two movies out there. A Bronx Tale, number one. Should never be remade? Should never be remade. No, because that, that, no. Again, yeah, yeah, I agree. The, ca- the caliber you of actor, that. You, you can't I, I don't think it. any of the you're too far removed from that movies era. should ever be remade. No. Yeah, Goodfellas, Casino, Bronx Tale, Godfather, none of those movies should be touched. No, because the generations that are, they're going to remake, they're too far removed from that era that they don't, they they can't understand. And the guy that plays Sonny in A like Bronx Tale, that is about his real life. He was a kid. That and The Matrix. I don't think ever. I don't think it can be remade because the mystery of the internet isn't new anymore. Like I remember back when the Matrix came out, I was like, you know what, that shit's fucking possible. And now you're watching, you're like, that shit's fucking possible. That's fucking stupid. Right? Like, like, look at fucking Neo being a fucking hacker and he's got dial-up internet or some shit. I learned kung fu off of YouTube. What about any of the Coen Brother movies like Fargo? I don't care for Fargo. No Country, no for, all country for Old Men can never be remade, but it never Fargo will be. Yourself. I mean, there are great movies that I can see them like The Town. Great movie, but could possibly be remade. Jacob's Ladder, great movie, could possibly be remade. All right, are there, any, are there any movies that, with the technology, you'd like to see be remade? Ooh, let me take a piss and I'll take one. I think I might want to see Short Circuit remade. <laughs> even, and and even have an actual Indian actor play him, <laughs> not a white guy playing an Indian guy. <laughs> even, the, even though the guy was white. Yeah. Even though that they remade this movie already. I didn't think it was extremely successful, and even though they're rebooting the whole series, if you can go back and tell the story the way it was told originally with the technology, the movie I would like to see remade most would be Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. I'm a huge Universal Monster fan. The Wolfman's my favorite character. Of well, all that's time. what they're doing, you know. With their... They're rebooting all yeah. of them. Johnny Depp's playing the Invisible Man. Is he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Supposedly what they're doing is they're going to make one movie each year, and they're going to somehow tie all the movies together, so after they all release, the last movie's going to have all of them in it, which could be good or bad, could be a disaster, I don't know. They remade The Wolfman with Benicio Del Toro, 
I was I was excited about it because I was a huge Wolfman fan, but I thought they tried to stay original to the story, but tweaked it a little too much and took it too far. Here's the problem with that. Originally, that movie was supposed to just be Benicio del Toro in some kind of prosthetic and makeup, like Lon Chaney Jr. And then at the last minute, they decided let's CGI the shit out of him, and that's to me what ruined the movie because it's like Benicio del Toro. It's a freaky looking mofo, like right. almost like they did with Jack Nicholson and Wolf. I I I thought Benicio del Toro was a terrible selection to play Lawrence Talbot as a Wolfman. Though. I didn't think it, that was bad. I, I mean, he's he's a great actor. I just don't think he fits that part. But if with technology, if you can take Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, the original one, which is I believe made in 1943, if you can keep that story and just take the technology you have now to make it work, I, that that would be something I would. Pay they're trying to do that see. though. Well, we we're just I was just telling him they're re, they're rebooting all the Universal movies. The first one they're doing, I believe, is the Mummy. The Tom Cruise one, yeah. The Tom Cruise one. Yeah, Tom Cruise is going to be in the Mummy. Oh, right, and it's going to be the original Mummy, not the bullshit with Brendan Fraser and the Rock. Yeah. No, it's going to be the Boris Karloff. Mummy. Mummy version. Yeah. Johnny Depp is already supposedly signed on to play the Invisible Man, which I think would be really good. I don't know what I think they need to get Kevin Bacon another try at being <laughs> the yeah, Invisible right. Man. Hollow Man. Hollow Man. <laughs> or uh, what, what was that movie, The Memoirs of the Invisible... Was it Chevy Chase in there? Yeah. The Memoirs of the Invisible Man. I thought that was a great fucking movie. I think I'd like to see them uh, remake Aliens. Alien Aliens. I know a mm. lot of people are going to be... I don't know. Because we just watched that and the technology, like... You're looking in that spaceship. Now. Maybe aliens too. This spaceship looks like shit. <laughs> There's one emergency helmet for the whole crew. The control room just has a bunch of like little tiny dot lights. What's yours? I'm, Twelve different kind of doors on the spaceship. A, a lot of people are probably going to be like, "What?" And I'm a huge horror movie fan, as we've talked about many times. I would love to see them redo it very, very well with the right actors, right everything, and keep the t- if they if they could harness the tone of it, which I'm sure you're going to say we've come. Too far as a society, people aren't going to give a shit. If they could redo The Exorcist well, I think it'd be absolutely amazing. I think that's the best one movie of all time. Yes, I think it's everyone's. I think it's. I think it still creeps me out. But the but even with technology from the fucking seventies. But I think if they were to do it now, special effects. And have the scene where her face distorts with the devil, and you just see it just yeah, shift a little you can't, bit. You can't CGI is you can't you can't use any CGI. On it. No, it has to be it, all practical. It has to be all practical effects. You can use some you know what's another mirrors movie, and stuff. Another set of movies you can't touch: the Indiana Jones movies. They're making part five now. Yeah, but they should. They well, should going off that too, even though I said I've never seen it, I would imagine you guys would think you wouldn't be able to touch a Star Wars movie either. Well, Disney even though they said, keep adding to it, but no, he's well, Disney already, said they're gonna. He's like he's already been like. He's gonna redo them. No, no. not redo them. But Disney he's said they're gonna make. Adding. They're, they're gonna not. make a Star they're Wars movie every year for as long as they can. They're they're not going by like this. The newest movie that's coming out, Rogue's. Rogue one, one, Rogue one isn't episode eight. It's, it's, it's just shit its own movie. It's in between episode three and four. Yes, so three point five, three and a half. Correct. Believe it or not, I think The Exorcist is the one for me. Like if if you could remake that really well, because I feel like horror movies are getting there. Like maybe Insidious maybe the first was awesome to me. Conjuring was awesome to me. Annabelle, for as shitty as the acting was, because it was some shitty acting. It was terrible acting. But the movie itself was not written poorly, and the and it was still very creepy. And if you if if you can get Lee Wayno and James Wan, the guys that are behind Insidious and the Conjuring, if you could give them a stab at the Exorcist, I think they'd do it well. I think they could, and I, I agree with you. And I think they would do it with very yeah. minimal CGI. Yeah, they're not big on CGI. I period. think the hardest part about remakes is like if they're to remake that movie, you're caught between saying 
do we do it the way they did it with the original, but make it look better, sound better, feel better? Yeah. Or do we have to change the story because your biggest concern then becomes everybody's seen The Exorcist. Yeah. When you sit down and watch the remake, do you want to know exactly what's coming? Just see it in a different way? Or do you want the story to change where you're sitting there saying, holy shit, that wasn't in the original. But movie. it's... it's but horror you're in a lose-lose yeah, situation. It's, it's hard. I, I, I see where you're coming. Because it really is hard to... Or even if they were to do to, a sequel to, of it. To, to make it better. If, if you could do a sequel of it... But The Exorcist of... was supposed to be a true story even though it was about a boy. Now if you make a sequel, you pull away the, the realism of it. What does that mean? I mean, people think, it doesn't you know? have to necessarily be a, a sequel of Like when that. the Blair Witch well, project they did, came they out. did The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Which was amazing. They did, uh... But The Exorcism of Emily Rose... The Right. The Right was, was, was They made Exorcism movies, like, uh... What was that other one? The Last Exorcism. The Last Exorcism. And then the sequel, which... The First Exorcism. Right, right. The, the the, we, didn't, we didn't mean The Last Exorcism Part 2. Those are all... To me, They none of those were bad movies. I didn't see Part 2 of The Last Exorcism. It's as simple as good versus evil, and everyone tries to add all this other shit around it. Like, the the, the scariest part of The Exorcist to me has nothing to do with the girl as a demon. It's like, you know... The fact that it could happen to you. The fact that it could happen to you, the fact that the priest, the young priest, is Father... Uh, Father Mer- no, Merrick's the old one. Well, did you? He's see... going through shit. Like when he meets the the homeless guy, and he's like, "Can you help him, but an old altar boy, father? I'm a Catholic." Yeah, and then but he but, sees the the. the but devil, you, the, but the it, devil if you're gonna remake like that, that movie, like, it has to be very. It has to be very well casted. Hold on. No, uh, it has to be very well casted. You can't just fucking insert some random dude yeah. that's trying to make a name for himself. Because those movies were just, it was just like normal looking people going through some shitty shit at the time. I don't know if it worked, if it would work for the simple fact that to me, one of the reasons why The Exorcist is so scary is because of how old I was when I saw it. Yeah. You can't change yeah. that for me. No. If you watch, if, if your son or daughter were to watch the next Exorcism movie that comes out next year... Maybe that would scare the ever-loving shit out of them, but watching The Exorcist wouldn't. No, I think watching the original Exorcist would probably scare them more than watching the remake of it. Well, here's the thing: because so, because we've seen it all, and, and we've seen it all already. No, right? I, I had seen The Exorcism when I was like ten. I saw it when I was younger than that. I saw it before I should have saw it. I saw it when I was ten. And I was freaked out about it. I was very freaked out. I couldn't sleep in fucking days, but weeks. But (laughs) but I loved it, and I was like, I want to watch it again. So I watched it again, watched it again, and I'm like, cool. And then when I was 18 or 17 or 18, they they put it back out in the theater. They remastered. They remastered it. That was the Spider Walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I'm 17 years fucking. I've seen crazy shit now. You know, I've experienced things. There's there's no way that this movie will still fuck me up, and it still did. So for me to say that it, it only fucked me up because I was young, no, I'm not saying. I'm, for I'm me. not well, saying. For me. I'm saying for me, I'll always remember how young I was when I saw it, and I'll remember how scared I was when I saw it. But, yeah, but, but has it subsided the, since then? Like, yeah, are, is it still 70s, one of those movies where it's like, man, that still fucked me? Yeah, up. because it's because no. it came out in the seventies, and the seventies as a whole was like a creepy era. Yeah, the seventies had the best horror movies. Yeah. Between that, The Omen, um, the movie The Sentinel. Yeah. That not a lot of people have seen. But you, but but that's like, but that's that spirit that you can't convey in a remake. Yeah, right. Because, like I said, even if they remade The Exorcist, just the three of us, you're watching it. You know what's going to happen. It might look better, it might sound better, but you know what's going to happen. And then if they do something different, we're going to get pissed off because they changed the story. But like you said, with with the Omen, you know, you know what's going to happen. They, sh- I they thought, did you see the remake? Enough. Yeah, with Lee I, thought, I thought they changed it correctly. They. 
they didn't stray away from the original story where you were like, fuck, this isn't what I remember. This I mean, they could, they could remake The Exorcist and make it more accurate about the boy. Yeah, and, but the remakes that, that they're doing now, though, it's just they're just inserting actor A that they want to they want to experiment with. That's all it really is. Or I think it would be very interesting if they tried to redo The Exorcist. I would be I would be intrigued. I would yeah, watch it. Let's but do it. Let's I, do I it. think a movie like that, the mo- I think the biggest puzzle piece there is you have to cast it perfectly. Perfect. It has to be. And if you, and do, if you make be... one mistake with casting, you're, you're fucked. Yeah, and you can't have really... You can't... You can't ca- if you're going to make a movie, you can't cast... I'm talking about table... Like, ten yeah, but, table reads per person. But you can't have high... You can't, you can't have a... Of actor that's like an A list actor. You can't put like a Johnny Depp. No, you need, you can't put like a really big name. Into here's that here's movie. the reason why you don't want to why you don't want an A list actor, and I agree with you on that. Is because you're gonna have people that want to see that actor because, and don't just because of the movie, yeah. right. which which pisses me off about Johnny Depp. Because let's be honest, all those fucking Tim Burton movies that are coming out with with Johnny Depp are fucking garbage. That fucking but they're smart because they know to make their money. They put the, Johnny Depp yeah, in the Willy Wonka. Yeah, and they can fucking just diary or whatever they want into a movie. Oh, the Charlie Chocolate Factory garbage. The Alice in Wonderland garbage. I think I think if you were going to use a big name, it would have to be for a small role. Tron I liked. Which one? Tron. Oh, I'm like, that's fucking random, Ronnie. You just came out of nowhere. Tron I liked. We're still talking about The Exorcist. (laughs) I think if you were to use an A-list actor in a remake like that, it can't be a main character. It's got to be a small part. Yeah, he's got to be. If you were to use a guy like Johnny Depp, you'd have to use him in the way you used him in 21 Jump Street. Where you never knew. Or like in... uh... Or, Or, but even if you knew it was him the whole time, he has such small screen time. Like, you would never throw on 21 Jump Street because you want to watch a Johnny Depp movie. You know he's in it, but you won't watch it for him. You know, it'd have to be such a small role. Agree. Or you can go in the direction Scary Movie 2 did with Father McKinley. Hit a fair. Do you remember that? With James Woods? Beginning of Scary Movie 2 is The Exorcist. Yeah, that was, uh... What was the other movie that Liam Neeson was in and it had... Repossessed. Yeah. And Linda Blair and stuff. All right. You want to close it out? Yeah. Get this going for Nick a little bit. Too loud. Alright, so run Nick run. Let's close out the show while Caesar goes to the bathroom so he can't say his final piece. Moving on to the promotional segment. I wasn't sure if I was gonna mention this beforehand, but I can might as well mention it now. I've been writing a horror movie for the past two well, a horror short for the past week and a half that I want to try to work with John here to form to script at some point and uh just kind of having a little fun with that don't have a lot of time to do it so I'm writing like you know a page here a page there but it's been a lot of fun um getting those creative process processes going again and hopefully I can put it out there for you guys sometime soon you know I want to get in touch with Miguel Lepe who's a director and get him involved in some way see how he feels about it I don't know if he's really into horror movies like that but I'm sure he enjoys the opportunities with you guys knowing that I'm a horror movie fan, trust me, I'm trying to do everything I can to make sure that it's not an obvious horror movie. John's read some of it. It's coming along very nicely. I'm very, I'm very intrigued and interested. I think it's got a lot of potential. I like, I like it. It'd be nice to see that all work. Absolutely. And I think, I think getting Lepe would be a great idea because he's got a very creative mind. Yeah, and hopefully inexpensive. Right. <laughs> but besides that, uh, nothing for me necessarily to promote. Make sure you check out the Twitter, the Twitter account at UTJH Podcast, first and foremost. Just to throw that out there. Facebook.com slash hashtag spelled out UTJH for all your memes and stuff about Civil War and comic books. Thanks to David Merkel. Listen to all the good shows on the yes. Disease Network. You're going to get a disease. For your... One day. What is it? 
For your current events. For your current events. <laughs> With Luke, Nick, and now 30% more Jonah. A little over 30%. 33%. 33.33%. Um, that just happened with yours truly and Ronnie Sinio, the other truly, for your weekly commute. Uh, something gate. It's not 30% more Claire. And 30% less Steve this week. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like jobs? Yeah. The SMB, the SMPHB editions. Yeah, I gotta make sure to try and go over there because I want to be on the show. Yeah, it's fucked, Jerry. You ask me first and it's like, where's the invite? I don't know. Take big. Um, she just had him come over here might as well Bad dialogues with Mama Claire it's been brought down a little bit but at the same time like we've mentioned she's gonna be on something gate and Dodge Drunks where a couple guys get a fucking wasted and try to record a podcast <laughs> I mean I'll do that <laughs> <laughs> we only get about 30% wasted on our show yeah we're getting a lot less wasted I know it's cause we're getting a lot more older a lot more older yeah that hurt me to say okay because so. the grammar was terrible or because you're getting older yep so three years in of doing this and we're getting less Less and less drunk. Are you wrapping everything up right now? Yeah. Yeah. I would just like to say really quick, it was my second time out. I had a I had a blast, had a great time. Thank you guys for having me out here. Thoughts and prayers with your mother and oh. your family. She's good. I talked to her. She's she's like I'm fine. Well, I'm not taking it back, so <laughs> I, She's fine. I, I yeah. hope I I hope everything goes good with your mom with her recovery. Um Did you say there was a Nas of the Week story tap tied? Yeah, I'll just fucking do that next time. I'll pay for it. But thank you. Thank you for that. No, fuck you. Whatever. I threw that right back. In Do you have face. anything to promote? This friendship's off the table after that. That's right. You got another one. You got another one. No. Um, no. It's the, the show, I guess. Hopefully your numbers increase and keep rising. I mean, I'm very impressed with what you were reading off earlier. All the viewers jumping from... I don't know why people listen. North Korea, South Korea. But don't ask why. Um, we're bring, we're bringing that whole country like together. To, like yeah. like to, yeah. Good luck with that. I like I like uh, I like the fact. Let's work on Virginia got, and West Virginia. We got some listeners in Ireland. That's 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 good. That's impressive. So hopefully I can come back out again. I guess we'll wait till next summer and then. Uh, no, no, we definitely got to make it sooner than that. Absolutely, I would like to come out again. Um, it's fun. It's interesting. Hard I'm trying to get Miguel back. When I get Miguel back, I definitely need to get you back too, uh, just to bring be, that reunion. That'd be a fucking trip. Because that's where I met him from fucking yeah. six years, six, seven years. No, more than that. Longer than that, man. That was... Like 10 years ago. Yeah, dude. I was in high school. It was right after high school. I've been out of high school for 10 years. So 10 years ago, I met him. Where'd you go to high school? What's up? Where'd you go to high school? I graduated from Walter Lutheran in Melrose Park. I was there my senior year only. That's how I met the guy that allowed me to meet him. That was my network. That was 10 years ago. I don't see him for fucking like five years. Surprise! And then he's just walking through the hallways of my job. I was like, what the fuck? I think I met Miguel in like 96, 95. Five. I, I met him. So my we, he knew him when I didn't know that he knew We're him. We're all networked. Yeah. And then he worked with him. Oh, you know him too, huh? Fucking a man, small world. And he's married to one of my fraternity sisters. Really? Yep. How about yeah, it? Yeah, one of their fraternity sisters. Yeah, man. I met Miguel my senior year because I was the only year I was at Walther. I met him there, and I didn't really have a whole lot to do with him. And then we just kind of common interests started talking. I was like, "Oh, you're into writing and movies too." And he did a project that he wanted me to act in. And that's how I met you. And I give Miguel and you credit. I remember for one of the first times I met you was at Hubble Hookah on Harlem. And they wanted us to just, like, throw shit, throw shit out and just go with it. And you were pretending to be a gay guy. And, like, sounds, I thought sounds I right. thought it was legit. Like, <laughs> like, he was rubbing my leg and shit. 
seriously. And because uh, we were doing like improv exercises, right. right? Right. And he made. I remember you made a comment. You're like, stop trying to fight it. Like, stop beating around the bush. And I was like, Bush is actually the only thing I beat, so you need to get away from me. <laughs> and I, I give you and Miguel a lot of credit because you guys, you like straight faced, like say the stupid crazy shit, and I'm in the background laughing, like, cut. You know? <laughs> but. I think it would be awesome if I can do another podcast with Miguel out here. That would be that'd be great. And if if the project you're working on, I appreciate the fact you'd want my input. And if Miguel can get it on, that'd be that'd be fucking sweet. Apparently, he freaking works in my building now. I haven't ran into him. Yeah, works in his building too. And, really? And he works with my cousin. I'm telling you, that fucking kid is everywhere. Not only that, but Apparently. he also was in Second City with. Well, at the same time as one of his close friends. Cam. Yeah. So it's just it's weird how that guy gets around. Such a little Who's your cell phone carrier? T-Mobile. Shout out to them. He has used four gigs of data since we started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> actually, he's on my fucking Wi-Fi. What are you doing? Nothing. He's actually watching porn without sound. Let me see. Turn your fucking phone around. No, don't hit the home button. It's already the oh, most fucking Power Rangers. This guy. It's going to be worth Power it. Rangers remake. I'm actually pretty excited for it. That's something that they need to remake. Never watched Power Rangers, man. I like Turtles. That was it. Never got into the power. <laughs> And Rodney's broken for the rest of the day. So signing off from the FTC for yeah, year th- for year three. Promote Geeks of Gogo. Oh yeah, Geeks of Gogo. Happy one year anniversary. I'm I'm very very sorry. Happy one year anniversary for you guys. I need to do and, something uh, you could, to promote because you guys. Are, I mean, I mean, everybody's accomplishing things, and I'm just something to prevent carpal tunnel. Maybe <laughs> my hands are fine. <laughs> <laughs> Autopilot texting. <laughs> real fans for real movies. Yeah. Taking the bullet. Find fuck, Ronda Vella on SoundCloud. Fuck all things Kardashian. Find Tony Arjunan on SoundCloud. Yes. Signing off from the FTC. I'm Randy Sinu. Yes. Um, I'm Adam Flores. Preto. No first name. <laughs> Caesar Valdez. And um, that just happened. Do we do? <laughs>